This audio is brought to you by muslimcentral.com. Okay. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen wa salatu wa salamu ala Rasulillahi sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. Amma ba'ad brothers and sisters, assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. First, I have to say that this event and the purpose of this event is like no other. And I was extremely humbled and proud to be here, to represent and be here for a cause that the entire world is concerned with. And I want to say that we ask Allah Azza wa Jal always and forever to indeed bring ease to our brothers and sisters in Syria. Ayyuhal Ahbab, just a couple of things I want to mention to you. Everybody here knows at some point of something that is happening to the brothers and sisters there. We all know of a particular problem or a particular story. And as the brother mentioned, we know that so many of them, thousands of them have been murdered and killed each and every day. The question here, brothers and sisters, is... What happens to them? Where do they go? Are they just killed and that's it and their destiny is left with Allah Azza wa Jal? Brothers and sisters, shortly what I want to present to you is what is happening to the shuhada after they leave this earth. Are they just being slaughtered like animals and that's it, that's the end of their life? Or is there something greater awaiting them? And absolutely, as Allah Azza wa Jal says in Surah Ali Imran. Now these ayat that I will tell you about, these ayat are the most profound and explicit ayat in the entire Qur'an that talks about what will happen to the people who are murdered or killed fi sabirillah. Allah Azza wa Jal says, وَلَا تَحْسَبَنَّ الَّذِينَ just listen to the wording of this uh, ayah. Allah says, don't for a moment think. Don't account or even think for a moment that the people who have died in the sake or for the sake of Allah that they're dead. Don't think that they are dead. Allah Azza here, now there's a couple of things that you want to know, because really and truly, when they're killed, they died. So what does Allah Azza mean here that they're not dead, but rather, they are not spiritually dead? The Prophet once told us, that when the shaheed, it passes away, Allah removes that soul and places the soul inside of the stomach of a green bird. And that bird, it starts to fly around in the Jannah. And as it's flying around in the Jannah, it chirps and makes a sound praising Allah Azza wa Jal. Now listen to what Allah says. They are not dead, meaning spiritually dead. بَلْ أَحْيَاءٌ عِنْدَ رَبِّهِمْ يُرْزَقُونَ But verily the shaheed, they are alive meaning spiritually alive, meaning maybe their bodies are dead, but their soul is with Allah Azza wa Jal and it is still alive. 
How do we understand this? Allahu alam. What Allah Azza wa Jal tells us, He says, Ahya. This word Ahya, it doesn't mean that they're just alive, but it also means that they are more alive when they're dead than, than as opposed to when they were alive. So in other words, they are seeking or they are uh, indulged in more of a happiness in the Akhirah than the happiness that they had in this world. How? They are so happy in the Akhirah with everything that Allah Azza wa Jal gives them in the Akhirah. How do you know this? Brothers and sisters, go back to that bird. That bird, Allah Azza wa Jal, when He places that uh, soul in the stomach of that bird, eventually it goes back to Allah near His throne near the awsh of Allah Azza wa Jal, and it remains there. Can you imagine? This is part of the reward of simply the person who dies as a shaheed. The person who dies as a shaheed, they are honored not only in this world, but also in the hereafter. And as some of the scholars, they say, based on the hadith, once a man came, to the Prophet ﷺ and he said, Ya Rasulullah, tell me what is the most beloved act of worship to Allah Azza wa Jal. And the Prophet ﷺ starts listing a couple of things, but eventually he lists that the person who dies, fi sabilillah. So here it clearly shows that the person, their soul, they are beloved, they are happy in the hereafter. So when you hear brothers and sisters, that thousands of them are dying, it's sort of a love and hate thing. You hate it because of why the reasons that they're dying, what they're going through and all the hardship, which is why we're here today, to lend that hand, to lend some assistance, to show that we are here as an ummah, as a unit. But at the same time, you're content. And this is extremely important as Muslims, brothers and sisters, no matter how severe or detrimental something looks to you in your eyes, always understand that there could be good in it. And Allah clearly tells us that these people who passed away, they are happy in the Akhirah. They have lived their life and they've gone through each and every moment living in the dunya. Now the ultimate happiness is what they've been welcomed with in the Akhirah. And then Allah Azza wa Jal continues and says, وَيَسْتَبِشِرُونَ بِالَّذِينَ لَمْ يَلْحَقُوا بِهِمْ مِنْ خَلْفِهِمْ أَلَّا خَوْفٌ عَلَيْهِمْ وَلَا هُمْ يَحْزَنُونَ Allah Azza wa Jal says that in the Akhirah, the Shaheed is giving glad tidings not to worry about the people who are still alive. So not only does Allah take care of them, but Allah also lets them know, look, your families, your friends, the people who are with you in the battleground, don't worry about. Don't be afraid of them. And don't be sad for them. Because surely, inshallah, in that position, they're eventually going to come and join you. So the shaheed in the akhirah, when you think that he's going through all this hardship, He's actually rejoicing with Allah Azza wa Jal. And He is the closest to Allah than anyone else. And Allah Azza wa Jal continues to say 
that this year is one of the greatest and the highest or the most pinnacle stage in the Akhirah. So brothers and sisters, I ask you, every single time you turn on the news, I ask you and I plead to you, do whatever you can. Do whatever you can to show your help and your support, no matter what it is. And I know you always hear about, make dua, make dua. The reality is, brothers and sisters, don't ever trivialize how powerful dua is. And this is why the Prophet ﷺ told us that dua is the silah for a mu'min. That dua is your ultimate weapon that you use to combat anything that disturbs you and disturbs the brothers and sisters around you. In another hadith, the Prophet ﷺ mentions, if you make dua for someone else, that same dua is answered and returned back to you ten times more. So if you ask Allah, oh Allah, bring ease to the people of Syria, Allah Azza wa Jal will do that, inshaAllah, at a time that He is pleased with, and then return the same thing back to you only ten times more. What do you have to lose? And then finally, brothers and sisters, I'm not sure how much time I have, but I was told it was like 10 or 15 minutes, so I'll stick to that time inshallah. Uh, finally, I want to say to you, one of the reasons why we're here is to lend that helping hand, meaning to lend a dollar, meaning to lend something, some kind of assistance to them. Because the reality is, you know, recently they just aired a story about a young child. This young child, he wanted to go out and get some water for his family because for some reason the water had been cut off in his entire village and where he was living. So this young child wanted to go out and get a pail of water just to bring back for his family. As he was walking on the street, he met two officers or two individuals. And those two individuals asked this young child, where are you going with that bucket? And the young child said, I'm going because I want to find water to give to my family. And these two individuals, they urinated in the bucket and said, go back to your family with this. And they stopped him and he never was able to return back to the streets again. In addition to that, where the water has been cut off, there's people who are literally getting down on their knees and drinking from the ground. When you hear something like this, I want you to inshallah pour your heart out. And this time in the month of Ramadan is a time of rahmah. This is why some of the scholars, they said that the month of Ramadan, it is the month of mercy. This is the time when the Prophet ﷺ never would think twice to give. He never said no to anybody except La ilaha illallah. And he increased that in the month of Ramadan. Why? Because of all the blessings in it. Zakat is usually given in the month of Ramadan. It's usually done this time. Why? Because people want the reward from Allah. Can you imagine when you start donating and you start giving to people who are in need? And so brothers and sisters, I leave you with this. And remember that the Prophet ﷺ once told us, As-sadaqatu burhan. Giving charity is, is an indication of who you are. So today, 
There is no shaitan to come to you and say, don't give, you're going to get poor. Don't give, you're going to lose out. There is no shaitan to do this. Everything that you give and that you want to give is an indication of what kind of person you are. So the more that you can pour your heart out and pour whatever you can for the sake of Allah Azza wa Jal, for the sake of our brothers and sisters, this is an indication of what kind of believer you are. And Allah Azza wa Jal concludes and, said, and tells us, that verily Allah Azza wa Jal will never ever take or snip out the reward of the believers. You give one penny, inshallah that is going to be equivalent to something great for you in the dunya and in the akhirah. And so these are the words that I leave you with, ayyuhal ahbab. Always and forever as a, as a child in front of you, standing here, I pray to Allah Azza wa Jal, Ya Rabb, bring victory to our brothers and sisters in Syria. Ya Rabb, we ask you sincerely and purely in the month of Rahmah, in the month of Dua, in the month of mercy, Ya Rabb, bring ease to them. And oh Allah, we ask you and we pray to you and we plead to you that every single soul that dies for your sake, raise their rank on the day of judgment and enter them and all of us fi jannatil firdausa bi ta'ala. These are the words that I leave you with brothers and sisters. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless you all for being here. I thank you. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.